Hey guys, what's up? I am driving home from the gym right now and I wanted to get on real quick and talk about uh, sort of an experience that I just had and, and what it made me think about. So we had an individual come into the gym. Uh, they clicked on one of our Facebook ads. They were interested in coming in and losing about 20 pounds. And uh, I could see how hard a decision it was, like the effort that they were putting forward trying to figure out if this is what they wanted to do or not was really tough. And I know that that's uh, a difficulty for a lot of us is making decisions. Some of us like to really think things out and figure it out. Um, others of us make decisions and it's not always the best decision. And so I thought about a conversation that I had with uh, Tina Upson. So Tina Upson, for those of you that don't know her, she's a, fam- or a friend of the gym. She was uh, one of our OGs. She really helped us out at the beginning when we were starting and her husband, Sean, was a part of the of the beginning of the gym and Tina introduced me to Troy McLean. Some of you might remember Troy McLean from the very first episode of the, or the very first season of The Apprentice. He, I believe, won that first season and he's a great dude. And so Tina and Troy sat down with me and they helped me sort of figure out more about the vision for Sergeant's Fitness and where we wanted to go with it and what we wanted to do. Um, and so Troy brought up four factors that need to go into every decision uh, and those factors were time, finance, culture, and faith. And he broke it down so that we could do this uh, decision-making process for the gym, but I also think it's very uh, applicable to people in their everyday lives. So I'm going to real quick break down each of those points and how that plays in to the decision-making process. So time, right? We all only have the same 24 hours in the day, but people use it differently differently. Uh, We each have demands on our social life with friends. Uh, We have our family that we need to work around. We have work, uh, church responsibilities, uh, community responsibilities. They all need to be addressed and we can only fit so many in. Sometimes we overextend ourselves and we prioritize uh, things with our time that maybe aren't really that important. And so that's uh, one of the main ways you can tell where somebody's priorities are is how much time they spend with one thing or another. Okay. And so when you're choosing to trying to decide if you have time to do something and it's this instance, like time to do a gym membership, you need to one is assess how much free time do I have? And then two, you need to assess, is there something I'm doing now that I could probably get rid of? And so a lot of us spend time watching Netflix and we, we don't realize how much time we end up spending watching Netflix or scrolling social media, right? It's really cool. You can get in your, on your phone and actually look that stuff up and see what your screen time is and where it's divided up. You'll be surprised how much time you spend on social media. You also need to start figuring out if uh, there's something you could do to organize your day better so that it would give you a little bit more time or is there something that you could give to somebody else to do, right? Sometimes you're doing something that doesn't have a big return on investment. So you're spending a lot of time on it. And in the business sense, it doesn't necessarily give you the same amount of money back, right? So it's an opportunity cost. You could make more money doing something else, uh, but you spend time on something that doesn't make as much money. And uh, some people, that's the reason they'll actually like pay for a house cleaner to clean their house because they know that they can make more money or do something more productive if they had somebody clean their house and they took that out of their lives and then they can invest it in. Not all of us have the financial liberty to do something that drastic, but there are little things right now, like say you got to go to the grocery store. 
you now can order your groceries online, right? Think about how much time that saves you instead of having to walk back and forth. And so that's your first step, right? Before you make a decision, you say you're gonna do something is, do I have the time? The next factor that I want you to consider is going to be finances. Do I have the finances available to do whatever I am deciding to do? For uh, a lot of us, right, money's tight. It's just how life is, right? It's part of it. There's always going to be something that wants to take some of your finances away. And so we have to prioritize where we're spending our finances, our money, just like with our time, right? Where you put your money is really what you care about. How much money uh, you have is relative because everybody, I'll take for example, I lived for two years in Mexico and uh, there were a lot of people that lived in shanties with tin roofs made out of plywood and cardboard walls and then you walk in their house and they would have a giant giant sound system with six speakers and they'd have a flat screen tv um and so you have to think well what was the priority there they don't have a ton of money if they're living in a shanty obviously but they've prioritized that part of their life that's not to say that it's right or wrong but they've decided that that's where their priorities are so think about your life now with your health and your fitness are you prioritizing that with the money that you spend financially? We all have a limited amount that we can spend, but what percentage of our budget is spent on things like uh, fast food, things like uh, Netflix, things like going out and uh, doing things, not to say that there's a right or wrong to that, but you need to decide if I am going to live a life that is healthy and fit doesn't mean you can't have fun, but the way you spend your money should reflect that. You should spend more money financially in that area than maybe you were in the past, and that means having to deprioritize something else in that list. A big thing that uh, people do and they worry about is, well, uh, it costs this much. This is a big worry to me. Money is all about value and how much value you get in it. So let's take, for example... I have a pen, right? And I, I have this pen and I'm saying it's costs $10 for this pen, right? It's just a regular old Bic pen. Not many people are going to give me 10 bucks for that because it just doesn't have the value, right? So if I told you there's 10, all of a sudden that seems really, really expensive because you don't see much value in a $10 pen. But let's say I have a, I have a check, right? And I'm going to give you a thousand dollars, but I don't have a pen to write the check. You run next door and somebody's saying, I'll sell you a pen for $10. All of a sudden that seems like a deal. You invest $10 into that pen and it gets you a thousand dollar check. So when people are financially making a decision about if they're going to spend money on their fitness and health, really what they first need to assess is what is the value that I see? Do I see value in this gym membership? Do I see value in the reward? When we talk about the gym, we paint the picture of you're going to lose 20 to 30 pounds or you're going to gain the energy to now play again with your kids, right? Can you put a price tag on spending time with your kids, right? And being able to actively go out and do activities with them, you can't. So all of a sudden, when you start to look at your gym membership as what are the valuable things that it brings into my life, the expense seems not as expensive all of a sudden because there's more value in it 
right? We have people that come into the gym that maybe drop a pretty sum on getting a family membership. And you think, wow, that's a lot of money. But their family spends an hour and a half to two hours every day together. They have something to talk about with their spouse. They have something to talk about with their kids now. There's immense value in that. And so it's worth it to them. Where people get into trouble is they either see the value, right, in that thing. And then they sometimes decide, well, I still want to do it. And usually what that is, is coming around to a doubt of, do you believe that you can do it? Right? Do you believe that you're going to come to the gym? And so that's the, the real problem is I either don't see value in the gym or the healthy choice I'm making or the fitness lifestyle. And then the second one is I don't believe that I can do that. And so if you, it, the, the value, you need to analyze that and see if the value is the issue or if the issue is a self-doubt. And sometimes we put the blame on value when really it's on self-doubt and you say, I really do see the value in this, but I'm not sure if I can accomplish that. And if that's the case, maybe what we need to start addressing now is uh, more of a culture or a belief system instead. And that sort of brings me to the next piece of the, the plan is culture. So when we were talking about making decisions for the gym, all of my choices about what we do with the gym need to align with the culture. Does that culturally align with what we want to see happening in the gym? And how does that apply to you, right? So you are saying now, I want to be a healthy person. So when I'm making choices, do my choices align with that culture value of I'm a healthy person? When you're making that decision, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be that person right now. Maybe you're starting to make small decisions that culturally will align you better with the idea of being a healthy, fit person. And so as you start making these choices, see if that choice aligns. Maybe you have an opportunity to go do something and spend a little money and go away for a weekend and you have to think, does this activity culturally align with who I am now? So sometimes it's like, I'm going out to this big party, I'm gonna drink a bunch. And then the week back, all of a sudden you can feel it, right? It's horrible, it's awful. And it discourages you from continuing the gym because all of a sudden now you're having the setback. So maybe before you had made that decision of what you're gonna do, you had to look at it and say, does it culturally align with who I am now or with who I want to be? And so sometimes those are different, but you can do it by small choices. They start to pile up until culturally you're aligning with that. The last thing is faith, right? And so whether you are religious or you just have a general moral code that you live by, all your decisions need to be in line with that. There's a, there's, I guess the, uh, was it? There's a quote from the Bible that says, no man can serve two masters, right? Cause he will either hate the one and love the other or cling to one and reject the other. Um, and so when you're making these choices, you have to align all of these with your faith or your moral code. Uh, I was raised by a military man. So there is a lot of, uh, ingraining into us the idea of honor and having a moral code. And so there's, that's where I, I, I guess I, I derive most of my self-pride and worth is from my ability to say, hey, I'm living by this code. And even when it's hard, I follow that code and I stick to that code. And so for a lot of us, when we're trying to make a decision about do I join a gym or do I go to this event or maybe it costs a little bit of money and I'm worried about that or it's a little bit of time. If all of a sudden you look back and you say, hey, does this 
go with my moral code or does this strengthen my moral code or ability to live my moral code, then all of a sudden it adds that value that can tip the scale and weigh it one way or the other. And when we're thinking about the values that we try to teach at the gym, uh, you're going to learn things even sometimes though it's not out loud, right? You just by doing it are learning to practice stuff like uh, dedication, all of a sudden, now you're a person that comes to the gym consistently four days a week. It, it teaches you uh, perseverance because you're doing something that is hard and difficult that maybe you wouldn't want to do because nobody wants to do burpees, but you're going to do it repeatedly over and over and over again. And that builds a mental fortitude that all of a sudden ingrains you now. Part of my moral code that I live by is that I persevere through hard, difficult times. Community. I think this one is so big. In the world that we live right now, there are so many issues and problems and people are constantly being spit apart. Uh, And we tend to only hang out with people that are similar to us. The gym gives you a great opportunity to hang out with people that are different than you and build a community and a connection. Uh, When the Goths joined the gym, a big thing that they talked about was being part of the community and helping out uh, a community small, uh, homegrown gym rather than going to a big gym. And I really appreciated that idea of we need to be part of something to help build it up. We as Sergeant Fitness are a part of the Chamber of Commerce because we want to build up Caldwell. When I was deciding on whether, uh, where I should put the gym, I originally had thought I was going to go to Eagle because I knew there was a lot of money in Eagle. But then just driving around Caldwell, I said, I want to be a part of this community effort to build up this town because I think it's a lot better than the rap it's gotten for years. And so we want to do that. And so when you're making these decisions, once again, um, go through this checklist to make your choices. One, do I have the time for it or can I rearrange my time to more better align with my values? Finances are, do I have the money for this? And if I don't, do I need to take a look at the rest of my life and see if there's financial things I'm spending my money on that I actually don't align with once again my my values? Is this choice going to help me progress towards the type of person, the culture that I want to, to have and then also to instill in my family and into my community? And then finally... Does this align with my faith or the moral code that I live by? And does it strengthen that? Right? Because I think it's not just enough to, is it okay by my faith, but does it actually currently increase? We're sort of on this hill where we're either going up or down. So you always want to be finding things that push you into those areas. So uh, thanks for listening to this little spiel. Have a great day. Keep working hard. Um, Stay fit. Stay classy. Schwab's trying to get me to come up with these taglines. I don't know what to do with them. Uh, I know that we're using later fit fam because that works. So later fit fam.